0: This
1: is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. Alongside me, we got David Spoop. 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 Also known as Nightly. Other in there, we got Freddy. Always coming at spoopy. Always and forever. Also known as Nighty Night. (gasps) a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror this is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down discuss the ultimate question why horror you know people say i talk too fast on this part you know i agree with them you know <laughs> fuck em. you know what i'm saying fuck them i mean okay <laughs> <laughs> so hit the lights and sit back and let the darkness envelope you you can support the show over on patreon.com forward slash kind life that's not with a
2: was that that was too fast? How do you feel about that?
1: I mean,
2: <laughs> uh, fuck
0: Nothing <'em. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> my bunch
1: of on Patreon back with the show at free and it's earliest Monday with the post show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. An episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world now. Concluding concluding our season of the Witch Month.
0: Man.
1: This month was not David's month. And you know Why? I've had worse months. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's and that's okay that's okay last week you did like the movie yeah I uh, it. we're not going to say what movie that is maybe specifically because we are live this is our first live show and this is fucking incredible and where can they listen to us live you can listen to us over on our discord which is available in the show notes plug 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 thank you
3: Join, join, join.
1: Thank you. <laughs> wow. Yes, join. We will be doing a lot more of these. I I, I want to do a lot it's more. It's already these. a lot of fun. It, you, yeah. get to, yeah.
2: you get to hear the pre-show ambles. We get to
1: interact with the ghoulish knights. It's literally all the bullshit that we do in the beginning of every single episode. They got to hear all of it. So. It
3: honestly feels like there's more people in the room. It does. It's it's te- te- it does. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. really,
1: yeah. cool. yeah. really yeah. it really does. Yeah. But to those that are in here, you're the first and you will always be our first. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you're our first spoken ones. by the horror virgin himself <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes you, you're not wrong though but uh, we are this evening going to be discussing the Blair Witch Project and this month was a blast I had fun talking about all of the witchy horror films that we did discuss the Lords of Salem mm. the other ones <laughs> 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 but I am very very excited to discuss the Blair Witch Project but before we do that we want to give a special shout out to all of our patrons <gasps> We love you so much. Layla, Dylan, Sonia, Eric, Kelly, Brenna, Daniel, Cyan, David. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Carrie, Stu, Brandon, Anna, Stephanie, Calvin, Andrew, also known as Silent who's not here, rest in RIP. Andrew, Scare Stuff Podcast, Samantha, Patrick, Uh Willow, Taylor, Jessica, Freddie's sister. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sandy, Jared, Petra, Jasmine, Chantal, Rio. Hi, Rio. <laughs> Mark, Jesse, Joe, Kaylee, Rob, Eric, Day, Freddie. Thank you, Freddie. You're welcome. <laughs> my grandma, Yvonne, and my mom, Lola. Thank you all so much for thank allowing you. us to keep the lights on in this studio. And feed Freddie. Yes. Feed Freddy, yeah. And feeding Freddie and feeding our producer, mainly our producer. He mainly Feely saves all money.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but thank you all so much. Seriously, cannot thank you enough. This has been an absolute fucking ride 2022 has already been a really good time yes like a about. really really good time and i'm happy that we get to spend it with all of the ghoulish nights this is really really fun and being a little bit more projected towards the ghoulish nights that was my goal for 2022 and that's something that i'm really pushing for like i'm not pushing to grow it uh, anymore i'm pushing to just kind of focus on who's here now because we grew listenership drastically Last year, Uh, I I got us up extra 5,000, which was insane. I think we're up to 130,000 listens total, which is also incredible. Um, So it's been been great. Thanks. No, you guys have been doing good too. You know, I can't give myself all the credit here, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, you are going to a festival for us. So thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited for you, and I cannot wait for you to do that. But Without further ado, <laughs> stop dabbing. <laughs> dabbing. doing <laughs> Without further ado, <laughs> we are going to be discussing the Blair Witch Project. First and foremost, gentlemen, thoughts. I actually want to hear David's thoughts first because wow. David did not like this movie ten years ago. I did not oh. see that
2: coming. I'm sorry.
0: Actually,
1: I did. You did, and <laughs> you uh, took my intro. I saw this movie
2: ten years ago,
0: <laughs> and I didn't like
2: it. Um, I severely did not like it ten years ago, and the I feeling um, the same gonna say that I've grown a lot
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: I appreciate this this movie (laughs) I actually like it you like it it's not it's not spoopy for me in some ways but I I mean I don't
1: fuck with the woods so it's not really really.
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know from a I think because I've grown my skill in analyzing storytelling that I can so much more appreciate this movie now compared to when I was like 18, 19 Um, that's fair Man, I did not remember any of it. All really? I remember was walking through the woods, but I didn't remember the beginning segments of the yeah, interview. That's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't remember the buildup. I didn't remember the the slow transition into going crazy, right? Um, this
1: movie pretty much just Alice in Wonderland.
2: Yeah, but I think there's so much great passive storytelling approaches in here that are uh, not relying on exposition. They're not relying to be in your face. They're very subtle and they could easily be missed. And um, where I have grown as far as appreciating film and storytelling, I really appreciate seeing it in this movie. And I wish I could have been there when the zeitgeist of all this was happening. Yeah,
1: that really bums me out that you did not get to be a part of all of that. Because for me... You were alive. I was very much you're, alive.
2: You're alive. I was kind of alive actually. Like nineties, <laughs> I was very small. You were uh, small. <laughs> you're there. But for me, my version of this was paranormal activity. Mm. That's and, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember going to watch paranormal activity and wondering, is this real? Like when <laughs> it's in theaters, right? And I'm sure a lot of people thought that back in the nineties, and not only that, oh, but fuck. Yeah. people weren't as knowledgeable when it came to technology. And I feel like the 90s was very big on like handheld video recorders. You can have your own now. Make your own movies, right? And it just lines up so perfectly with the time period. I agree. And I just kept thinking like being there back then and seeing this for yourself. I think a lot of people could have been a lot more uh, tricked into thinking this is real. I know I would have. You know? I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, and I kind of wish I still had that ignorance to me, so I can re- like live those magical moments of like, oh my god, I'm terrified of this, right? <laughs> um, but also, not saying that like you know being ignorant to that kind of thing is like um, a bad thing. Like, <sighs> I truly want that uh, for myself, but I love that I watched this a second time ten years later and think back to the version of myself that watched it the first time and agreeing that I was very wrong before. It's good. Uh, like I said, it's not spoopy, yeah. but I appreciate it on a,
1: a foundation of what was created. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have left for more spoops though. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, in, in some cases there were none, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's like, it, it was, we didn't see anything. I think what's,
2: what, I went about this time around was putting myself in the shoes of the characters and you know, this is a story that's that's very much grounded in reality and it's not scary when you're watching it through the lens of this is a movie. Right. But if you're watching it through the lens of like, this could be me and how would I react if I got lost in the woods? I wouldn't be there. (laughs) (laughs) But how would I feel if I thought I was going to be in the woods for a night and a day and it ended up being five and I got hungry and weird shit was happening? (laughs) Have
1: you seen the remake? No, I haven't. You'll like the remake because so I mean it's it's all of that like you see shit and they do shit and they do crazy shit and it's like yeah, I, I feel like you would like the remake yeah. and, and I feel like the remake doesn't get a lot of love. I like Adam Wingert. I know he's a little hit or miss sometimes, but I like his work. Um, and I honestly think he did just fine in the remake of, of or not even the remake. It's a sequel. It's a direct sequel. Um oh, and it's what? Uh, Heather's brother. Yeah, it, yeah. That's right. yeah, interesting. So it's uh, it is interesting, but um. You know the thing about this movie, what it did for the times is absolutely incredible, yeah. right? I mean, in 1999, fucking things were nuts. Like that, they made T-shirts, they made wanted posters, and put them up in fucking blockbuster. Like it was oh, insane. Like it was, it was an absolute incredible way to market this movie. And once, once I tell you what the box office is, like you definitely will be like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I that, bet. it worked. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it worked. But Freddie, what, what about you, my friend?
3: I feel like I was almost in the same boat as David. I haven't seen this movie in years. It's been a long time. Um, Did you watch it in the 90s? I don't think I did. Okay. I think I watched this in the 2000s. So kind of like you, my introduction to kind of like the found footage movie of like, oh, is this real? Was paranormal activity?
1: Mine was um, the Poughkeepsie tapes. The
3: Poughkeepsie tapes. Oh,
1: God. God. I, I couldn't, couldn't even finish that. <laughs> exactly. It was physically
3: real. sick watching that movie.
1: Yeah. Both of the, if, yeah. if, if y'all know, the, and I'm sure y'all are, are real fans of this show. If y'all know, Freddie and David, that was the first episode where both of them bowed out. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't do it. The first episode. We haven't I had one since.
3: It. It's just I felt no, disgustingly I, sick after I turned it off like for days. Like, yeah, I,
1: like I, you I got, got literally sick, sick. <laughs> like,
3: for, for uh, like days. <laughs> like, I don't know if this was just like an illness or was I actually like, <laughs> affected by this movie. But
1: whatever it was, it fucking worked. I think, I'm, I'm still searching for that movie that that does that to you guys again. Oh no. Thanks. <laughs>
3: Uh, with, with this movie I feel like revisiting this now as like an adult because I, I feel like I saw this when I was like a teenager or something like that Sure, uh, I didn't really appreciate it back then but I do really appreciate it now and kind of like what David yeah. was talking about I put myself in the character's shoes yeah, and I felt a lot of like sympathy and empathy for these characters It's like yeah that must be a very frustrating situation to be in where it's like you just walked hours almost all day and now you fell into like the same log section of the woods and you're like How's that possible? Right. Why are we back where we started? Or the frustrations, like, I don't know where we are, and the fighting and the everything. It's like, it got to me. like, man, when I first saw this movie, Heather kind of low key pissed me off. It's like, you're kind of annoying. <laughs> <know But> <laughs> I,
1: was like,
0: I,
3: understand I honestly what was don't like
1: through. any of them, me personally. No, but like, but I understand their yes. motives No, behind of course. The absolutely. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah.
3: both like, absolutely. and I understand why she's still filming, where it's like, yeah, I'm still filming because this is all I got. This is what makes reality a little bit more um she has like that border between reality and the lens of the camera mm-hmm. she's using the camera as like if I look through the camera lens it's not as real as it is
1: and also uh, right. if and I was like damn
3: that's really deep that's I mean really Josh different. said that though exactly. right yeah. like, John, like
1: Josh like yeah. said it you're almost like it. a clap back in some yeah. ways but, but like, I understand absolutely. why you're doing
2: this right also, exactly the, the context of like if she doesn't continue and make film something that's worth it it would have all been for nothing yeah
1: you know you guys ready to hear my theory let's hear it before before i even say the theory um i enjoy this movie quite a bit I, i i enjoy blair Witch. i love what it did for the times it is honestly in some ways in a category of its own by kind of restarting this genre that was kind of seen as snuff Mm. and i i really really enjoy that because prior to this i mean the films that we did get that were considered to be found footage and so on and so forth were things like cannibal holocaust or man bites dog and things like that which are two very extremely brutal movies and with those two films being kind of this um 10th Start, this center of what it was supposed to be like with this kind of almost related to snuff, like kind of like uh, the guinea pig films and things like that. Which I will never make you guys watch those. So do be you're fine. You're ne- we are never going to cover a guinea pig movie in this in this uh, show ever. It sounds uh, scary. <laughs> I like
3: guinea pigs.
1: Uh, you won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> guinea pig was as fucking rough. If if you guys have never heard of the guinea pig series, it is uh it is. So brutal <laughs> that to the point where this guy pretty much had to go to court to prove that the people are still alive. Oh my god. Yeah, it's fucked. And yes, August Underground, Rio just shouted that out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that that definitely is a hitter. Um we'll <laughs> we won't be watching that either. But uh yeah, I I, I don't know. Honestly. It's funny because the the reason why this movie, in some ways, like I guess scares me to the point where I, w- I will not go to the woods. Um, I mean, I will, but during the day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and only sticking to trails. Like, I ain't going off path and fuck all that. It's
3: weird because as a kid, uh, we uh, we grew up in a place called like San Bruno Park. Obviously, we know where that location yeah. is. But there was always a, a tale of a haunted truck that came off the highway and crashed in the middle of the woods. And us as kids would go into the woods to like try to find a haunted truck always.
1: See, stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There was actually a truck
0: that
3: was out there. I'm fucking sure. People would just like throw like a bunch of like random stuff. They're like there was like knives and glass everywhere, there was like bullet shells, and we we're like, Oh my god, this is a haunted place.
1: Sounds about right.
3: Yeah, and I was like, Oh damn, like we were stupid as yeah, kids. Like, why kids, are we
1: trying to do stupid stuff
3: like that? Kids
2: ain't smart, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> there's a there's a park nearby, totally off tangent. I mean, but with what Freddie is saying. Waterdog park, where there's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, there's Good like game. a a fifties car in I'll the middle know. of the, the like the mountain yeah. but it's like how the fuck how did, did get it get there, there? Yeah. it's like lodging between trees like
3: where yeah. the truck was it was like literally in the middle of nowhere it's like even if it fell off the highway like where 280 is for us I was like how does how does the truck get this far into the woods yeah
1: yeah.
3: it was kind of cool with the mystery I was like yeah that's cool
1: magic <laughs> magic Man, but anyway, the let's theory jump. Theory. Let's jump. Oh yeah, my theory. Sorry, before we jump into the book, yeah, the theory, my theory, man. real quick, um, is the fact that yes, Freddie, you are correct. I feel like they lured Heather there to kill her, based yeah. off of the project that she was trying to do, and I don't think any of this shit was real. So Mike and Josh, Mike and Josh, lured her there. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just went along with the plan, mm. and it's just like she it was her idea. She never met Mike before until that day. Yeah. And like Josh and Mike did some really questionable things. Mike throwing away the map.
0: Yeah,
3: right.
1: Why would you do that, Mike? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> Josh just disappearing. Okay, I, I, bear with me. It's good. It's, it's definitely just keep that in your mind. I want to hear more. You know yeah, because we'll we'll like get we'll get there. there. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. there, we'll get there. Hints at it. Yeah, there, there definitely it's a very is.
0: Popular theory. Now. Let's. Oh. I like it.
1: It's a great theory. Yeah. It's a great theory. And I'm, 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 I love hearing theories backed up. So I can't wait till we get there.
3: Well, the sequel, like you said, it's pretty cool, but it's, oh, yeah, it takes away from that theory for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But the sequel doesn't give a shit about Josh and Mike. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like, it's only purely about Heather. Anyway, The Bloody Project, directed by Eduardo Sanchez and Daniel uh, Myrick, released July 30th, 1999, with a runtime of 1 hour and 21 minutes. Shout out to this runtime once again. A budget of $300,000 and a box office of $248.6 million. What? what was her budget? Sorry. Three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, two hundred and forty-eight point six million dollars. Now, damn, is this the biggest breaking, like box office movie? No, paranormal St- still Paranormal Activity. because yeah. it was their it was, uh, like 16, was fifteen thousand, right? fifteen thousand dollars with their budget, but a rating of eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We open straight to the title shot, fading to text, quote, in October of 1994, three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland, while shooting a documentary. A year later, their footage was found, end quote. Fade to Heather introducing herself in her home as the cameraman tries to get to focus right. I assume this is her boyfriend. His name is Larry, because it pops up as that Larry. Larry. So I assume that is her boyfriend. Um. He doesn't sound like he would be her dad. Man, the 90s furniture
2: here, man. And, like, her hair and makeup... Dude, the lamp on the right, I know this is a tangent immediately, but that lamp on the right, the floor lamp is so 90s. We had
1: those. (laughs) (laughs) We had those. (laughs) Once connected, or once corrected, Heather continues that she will be leaving her home for the weekend to explore the Blair Witch. She goes over some of the books that she's reading, including a specialized book with an article about the happenings of Coffin Rock. Cut to her friend Josh coming to her house. He shares that he, he was able to get their camera working, and this is some camera that he borrowed from school they need to get it back the next day whatever um, he starts filming her as she is filming him walking backwards into the house and this right here this is how found footage should be done Yeah. like all the time no music no major titles I mean sure we got the title of this movie but like just, just go and uh, if you want yeah, to introduce nice. multiple camera angles use multiple cameras and let us know that you're using multiple cameras mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic! This it's was great. This was right there. This was great. Inside her house, um, Josh asks where Mikey is. She explains that they have to go get him. Then they were supposed to pick him up around eight thirty. He, he uh, tiredly acknowledges. They pick up Mike, who's grabbing his things. Heather introduces herself to Mike. She's like, "Oh, you must be Mike. Just like this is your first time meeting this guy." So I didn't pick it up that way. I thought it was just for the camera. No, like
3: no, that's their first time. This really? is their first
1: time meeting. That's so funny. So
2: check this out. Um, as I was watching this movie I was thinking about how on Tuesday I need to go do sound for a documentary. Yeah. And I've never met the the people that are directing and filming it before. Oh shit,
1: Blair Witch 3.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like I was like yo cuz I Maybe remember don't. watching this I'm like you know for 90s found <laughs> footage like their sound is pretty good. It sounds then, great until they're in the house. Yeah, but then also There's I love the, the the context that Mikey is the sound guy. He's not another camera person. No, he's just a sound he's, dude. And I love that. Yeah. Which That's so smart. A sus. Because you don't, like, are there <laughs> many found footage films that have come out in
1: later decades where there's a sound guy? I feel like it's always just like... Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we saw it in um, the fucking preacher guy. Uh, what was it? The Devil... Where's Prada? No. <laughs> great, great movie, though. Great movie. Um, uh, Bra. Don't you get me started. But, anyway, <laughs> um, but no, no, no. It was... Uh, do we see it in the majority of them, though? I don't think so. But we did see it in, in the one with Cotton Marcus. That was his name. The Reverend Cotton Marcus. I'm blanking out what the name of that movie is. But um, it was that movie. And I think The Last Exorcism. Got it. <laughs> but it was that. We had a right. sound guy in that. Um, but, true. yeah. Because, yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. No, that's I a movie. Love, um, <laughs>
3: when I was doing research on this movie, because I love understanding the um, the campaign with the movie too where they yeah. had that missing posters and stuff yeah. like that It's great shit. where they even put on the internet her journal for yeah, like each they did. day and stuff like that and mm-hmm. she purposely says like oh yeah this is the first time I ever met this guy dude the way that wow. website oh, worked
1: was so yeah. like insane it's, too it seemed
3: like an archive footage yeah. of, like,
1: this it is was scary <laughs>
3: like this is something that like
1: Dude, it's bro, so she was killed, bro. Like, yeah, like that's the thing. It, it, like, and it was only Heather. Yeah. And Heather they internet only focused like, on Heather. I
3: didn't pay any of them. It's like, why are they even doing this? They're not even getting paid.
2: One, that's fucking ratty here. Two, Internet 1.0, man. I wish I go back. <laughs> Do you? Yeah.
1: No. Dude.
2: <laughs> no, I hate <laughs> Look, being on the ah, internet. internet. Counters. No, that? that was why? another one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm imagining how that website must have looked and functioned, and especially back then when it's like, because even here when they're like in the motel and stuff, which we'll get to later, it's like, man, all you could do back then is just kick back and drink some beers. Like you don't have like social media or
1: smartphones, right? I mean, sure, but I like, mean, granted, I was, I was really young around that time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So. No, I'm
2: talking about like them.
1: Oh, them. Like, sure, 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 sure. Us. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
2: know, we're not gonna be kicking beers at seven or like. <laughs> no. No. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) um, just thinking about like how you guys brought up that website and just like how ahead of the time it was. Yeah. Right. That sounds so cool. Yeah. It was fucking cool.
1: While driving, Mike shows his gratitude for bringing him along inside the uh, grocery store they're fucking around while grabbing groceries and shit and it's a lot of fun shit that they're doing right like right. it's this looks cool they head inside a diner they ask a waitress if she's heard of the Blair witch she claims that it sounds familiar thinking that it's a correlation with her sister's high school blair high <laughs> Nope. Uh, Back with Heather explaining to Mike and Josh that she doesn't want this doc to be cheesy, wanting to present her information as straightforward as possible, the legend being unsettling enough. Josh asked them if they want to go to the ceremonial first slate, uh, and this was fun. This was great. Like, the ceremonial first slate, she's doing her makeup in in the mirror and shit. Like, this is awesome. Like, I love this type of stuff. Like, this BTS shit Mm -hmm. is really, really cool. But not only that, they...
2: They seem like film students here. Yeah, they do, right? Yeah. yeah, it's you
3: get to see their interaction with each other, and it seems very genuine. Like that's this exactly what like I was going to say. Project yeah. that they're about to go on, and they're excited yeah. for it. Around. I think yeah. I think
2: this hits so much more for me now because I'm in school and doing this kind of stuff right now. Right. Whereas before, I'm like, I just this didn't impact me at all. Like sure. I don't, I didn't even remember any of this. Like I said, but you, now you were it going has it for the impact. scares, yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. Josh marks up the slate. She records him marking up um, as, as he jokes if they should cut their fingers on the slate. You know? This is what I'm talking about. Like you, you say, you say some, some 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 wild shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> like give me say this shit in front of Mike. I just met this dude five minutes ago.
2: He's in The nineties with the ponytail. I mean, <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> he kisses the slate, asking um her and Mike to do the same. She does so, but Mike jokes around a bit further, as if he's eating the slate instead. Heather begins narrating as we as we see a signpost of Burkittsville, formerly known as Blair. Uh, she explains that it is a small Maryland town with the same, with the cemetery as her back. Continuing that 200 years ago, no more than 20 families came to this town, many remaining either in the cemetery or in the town. She explains that that odd numbers of children that uh, are laid to rest, most of them passing in the 1940s. Yet no one in the town can't recall anything unusual about that time utilizing her true crime-esque narration voice the legend tells a very different story where the evidence is etched in stone all around them cut to them back on the road stoked about their opening scene inside a convenience store heather tells an older gentleman with glasses that they are making a documentary about the blair witch i would have loved the names or or something because like it, it, they jumped around so damn much and I was yeah. like damn people just don't make movies for us well, I, <laughs> do you mean like in lower thirds like no no just say his name Oh god! Gotcha. Like I don't know. Like I would have loved, loved to say. Like because we we know when the interview portions happen technically. Mm-hmm. Like this portion right here, when she first meets this guy, this is a behind the scene interview. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it switches to the black and white camera, which I really enjoy. I really yeah, enjoy them. Yeah, that was that was a really really nice touch. Um, but I, I would have loved her to say his name or something like that when she asked for permission, just so like. I, I know who's talking, you know what I'm saying? Specifically for the podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, i am saying Specifically for the podcast. Got like, you. it's just uh, for me. Like, I don't care for the movie. But, like, for, for me personally, because I got to write this shit down, it jumps so often. Old like, man with glasses. I, I literally that. Old man with glasses. Old lady with baby. Man with yellow hat. Like, that, that, was, like, that was literally how I had to she categorize these people. Hat, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He scoffs and smiles. and knowing, knowing of the story, the man goes outside sharing his view of the story. Um, And once again, though, I do love that separation of the doc and raw footage. It's really cool. Um, Remembering a man named Mr. Parr who lived up the mountain. She asked another woman holding a child, the woman explaining that she saw a documentary on the Discovery Channel about about her, Ghosts and Legends of Maryland. That sounds cool.
3: That sounds badass.
1: That sounds real cool. Another man with a hat sharing that his grandmother would tell it uh, to him uh, to make him go to bed early. She would say, if you walk around the house too much, the Blair Witch will come for you.
2: I love that. Because in a lot of cultures, you have ghost stories that are used to scare children so they don't misbehave.
0: Right. That hits
2: home. I'm sure it hits home for you guys too. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good night, Layla. Thank you for coming. (laughs) See ya. But yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely right there with you. Like it, it it definitely does hit pretty hard because, you know, in Mexican culture and things like that, like La Riona and all that stuff, yeah. like it, it's, it, it feels the same, you know, like the, the, it feels like that that was borrowed. And, and I'm sure because Eduardo is he's, he's Hispanic. So like, I'm sure a lot of that came from like his mindset of just like, you know, this is what we had growing totally. up. Right? And it, it makes the legends live on. Exactly. Back with the man with glasses, he shares that the winter of 1940, some of the children started disappearing. Yet nobody knew why they were disappearing. Back to the back to the woman about to explain the creepiest thing, but her daughter covers her mouth and whines, "No!" <laughs> uh, while fighting off her daughter's hand, she shares that there were two men um, hunting. Excuse me. There were two men hunting and camped near the cabin that she's supposed to haunt. Her daughter cries no, no as the woman concludes that they disappeared. Man, her daughter didn't even want to hear about it. I love that. This us. is great, and I, I this don't is all great shit. Uh, like this felt real. Yeah, this I'm felt sure it real. Probably
2: was. Well, it has to be. Yeah, but I. That's fantastic
1: yeah this is great shit she assures her daughter that the story is fiction and she mouths that it is true to heather heather reiterates to help calm the girl the man with glasses continues his story that mr parr came to the market saying that he's finally finished heather asks what uh, what he meant by that he explains that nobody knew at first but the police went up there into the mountains searching his house and finding bodies of seven kids from the area the man with the hat explains that mr parr took kids in in the basement by by twos and made one face into a corner he would kill the one that wasn't facing the corner and go after the other one after he was done
3: foreshadowing
1: (laughs) jesus christ Flip-flop back to the man with glasses, sharing that it was, in fact, the seven missing children, explaining that it tore the whole community apart. Man in, man in hat continues that part, explaining that he couldn't stand the, stand the eyes on him, that being the reason why he made them look in the corner. Cut to the new inter- interviewee inside a diner, sharing that she's, that she's believed in witches and ghosts. Heather asks if she believes that there are some in the area. She excitedly claims uh, she does. You know another thing that I would like to mention as well. What's that? This uh, this portion here feels. I like this part, but it also feels the most phony to me, only because of the fact that it feels like someone edited this together. Yeah, I but when they get into truth. the woods, it feels like everything's just wrong. clipped. Yeah, yeah, just like fuck, just throw all this. This is everything we got. This is this is in chronological order. This is all we got.
2: So you know what's interesting? <laughs> yeah. um, when I was watching this, I heard your voice, Prince asking, Sad, who's bro. editing these? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Because yeah. whenever it comes to found footage, you always ask that and it's, it could be immersion breaking. Um, I find it as this, or this is how I contextualize it in my mind is, you know, when the tape, the quote unquote tape was found, I believe that they found multiple tapes because there was multiple cameras. And yeah. Whoever found them. has so just, much
1: battery life. Yeah, true.
2: <laughs> and submit them in. They probably just did like a, let's cut everything together in one tape. And someone probably, yeah, probably going through it, right? And yeah. they're like, "All right, uh, this is where this starts. This is where this ends. Just play the next thing." Yeah. So it's just whenever they hit record and stop. And
1: I mean, granted, yeah, we think too hard at this shit, but yeah, like, it, it matters in to context, me. Dude. It you know, matters you know, to me. I need it.
3: <laughs> I, I think with like this uh, sequence in general, I feel like it's very necessary, though, for exposition. To oh no, of more course, more yeah,
1: no. M- for movie sake, yeah. yes, this makes yes. sense. I'm just saying, for you the sake of sake, saying, yeah. you found all this footage you know i'll just say they are students right? they they are this, students this very much feels like and josh and mike are still alive so cuz i'm 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 very keen that they're the killers
0: I can't wait to hear more. I
1: can't wait to hear more. Heather asks another random man if he believes in witchcraft. He bluntly claims that he doesn't. In him being a religious man. all righty back with the woman and her child, thinking that the, uh, there is something happening with "quote unquote" her. Heather wondering if she is still up there, but the mother, uh, the mother smartly will not go up there. I cannot blame you. I cannot blame you, Glasses Man. <laughs> goes over to uh, goes over how people say that the woods are haunted because of a woman named Mary Brown. He he conti- I thought it was Mister Parr. Like what the fuck happened to him? He continues that she is she was kind of crazy. As Heather asked the question about uh, about how she was seen by the community, even though he literally just answered this before. I mean, he just said this like <laughs> like it wasn't seen great. Um, they pull up to Mary's house. Heather instructs Josh and Mike to to take a look around for the best lighting while she grabs Mary. She goes up to, to her gate and not sure how, how to get it open. Heather is inter, interviewing Mary, asking about her encounter with the Blair Witch. She admits that she did, sharing that her dad and her would go fishing down by Tabby's Creek. She... She was lying. Excuse me. She was laying down on on the leaves, looking up at the sky, and she felt something near her. Continuing that it was like a woman, but her hands were hairy like a horse. The description continues that she had wool a wool shawl on. Heather wondering if she uh, if she was scared or threatened by her, but the witch didn't say anything. She just kept staring at her, opening up her shawl. Her body hairy like a horse. Heather asked. Um, asked for confirmation that she was hairy from head to toe, asking her about her face. Mary claims that she just was strange looking. This is the best like explanation
2: ever. Again, something I missed the first time around, at least I think I did, because, again, I don't remember a lot of this movie. Sure. But yeah, I think that this description that she shared is amazing. It's great because we never get to see the witch, right? Right. Yeah. But creating this illustration in your head about what's out there. Um, it's a really good touch to take at it with this because whatever you think up in your head is going to be a lot scarier than whatever they show on screen.
3: Right. You read my mind. I was like like imagining what she looks like. It's yeah. more scary right. than actually physically seeing it. Yeah. And I think that's what does like a lot of great movies justice is like jaws right you don't see that shark for the longest time yeah because mm-hmm. it's scared not to see the threat mm-hmm. yeah and they do such a good job with the first few nights even actually the whole entire movie the whole entire movie yeah, yeah. they do a great job of tension building absolutely you never that release mm-hmm. yeah they keep you on the edge always mm-hmm. it's great
1: yeah. it's really great and, and uh, my wife was actually supposed to be on this episode and yeah. A I know. What? I was very disappointed that she couldn't she couldn't come because we were not able to get a babysitter. Oh but I would a babysitter. Um we need you. <laughs> 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 but but uh she mentioned something to me earlier um about this movie that she really enjoys. And she and that it's pretty much what you said, Freddie, is that the fact that you your imagination is always going to be scarier than what you right. actually see someone else's imagination or what someone else's imagination is doing. Yeah. Right. Like so us imagining like when Josh gets taken, for example, like we're probably thinking of the most horrific things happening, especially when you get that. Piece of his scalp back, right? Yeah, it, I didn't remember like, that either. It, I mean, it's gross, and I was, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, yeah!" yeah like that—that that definitely hair, took a blood turn. Blood like I thought
2: teeth. it was for his tongue, and it was—it was for sure. teeth yeah. for
1: sure. It looked like it was hair, hair for, for sure. sure. Yeah, um, and so parts of his flannel. Yeah, in parts of its flannel. <laughs> That's right. Rips
3: up someone else's flannel.
1: That's a killer. <laughs> While they are drag, <laughs> back driving, they are joking, discussing all of the wild things that that Mary has said. They are checking the camera. Josh not understanding something with the camera. Heather is slightly frustrated, thinking that that he knew the camera. He explains that he all he's only used it once before. They make it. They make it to the motel. Josh sharing that he's learned a lot about shooting the doc. They all cheers to an exi- to an excellent first day. Um, Heather wants to do an equipment check, but she needs to call her mom first. She asks Josh to run the camera a bit so she can so she can hear it. He turns it on, so uh, she tells him that that's good. But he continues recording as she continu- as she continues telling him that's good. He laughs, turning the camera off and uh, chills on his bed. So this is another thing that kind of like is interesting. The the whole filming aspect of Heather mm-hmm. in very interesting, like. Situations, I guess. Yeah. So I didn't
2: notice those vibes.
1: Yeah. Definitely
2: throughout. Um, this is
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh She she tells them that they have a uh, that they have a productive day tomorrow, and that today was nothing. Josh and Mike are drinking alcohol, joking that they are prepping. She laughs, asking for a shot. Mike jokes that she can't, that she can't do that since she's the director. She takes a sip from the scotch, trying to hold it down comments on how much he hates it. Next day Heather is checking on on a hungover Josh. Poor Josh. Putting the equipment back in his trunk, they continue driving deeper toward the woods meeting up with the two fishermen. I like how she didn't help him. <laughs> She's just like, "Oh man, that sucks." Seems on brand for her. <laughs> yeah. I do not like any of them. I don't
2: like Heather the most.
1: Okay. Okay. That's Fair. Okay.
3: That's how I felt the first time watching it back when I saw it for the first time. Yeah. But now I kind of feel bad for her because like I understand. I get it. I get where you're coming
1: from. Yeah. I mean I don't like any of them. I I, I genuinely think they're all mean to each other and they're just like they they, obviously granted yes you're in a shitty situation and you're completely like fucked. The downfall of
3: Heather is like you fucked up and you can't accept that.
1: Right. Okay so I think with
2: the three of these people that Josh and Mike are kind of annoying or bothersome because of the situation they're in.
1: I feel like Heather's always like that. I mean, true. True. Heather asks about why, what they know about the Blair Witch. One of them claimed to have heard the myths, but he doesn't believe, um, <laughs> but he doesn't believe in it too much. One of the men fishing believes the kids are just fools who never learned. She asks why he uh, why he says that. asking for his permission to film him. He grants her permission. Heather begins filming him, uh, uh, filming them through the real documentary lens. They share the story of Robin uh, Robin Weaver in the 1800s, and she supposedly wandered off in the woods. There's so many people who just were in this woods. Yeah. Like I I feel like the this is kind of like the Cecil Hotel where everyone just has these fucked up stories about the Sisa Hotel and yeah. some crazy fucking people live there. It was the last time we saw like the Black Dahlia murder or not the murder, but the Black Dahlia and it was like Richard Ramirez lived there and it, it's fucking crazy. So this reminds me of that. <laughs> the other fisherman argues that, um, see that was another thing. Other fisherman. Fucking give me some names here. Uh, Hat fisherman, glasses fisherman. The other fisherman argues that she actually did wander off. 3 days later she appears on her grandmother's por- porch babbling about a woman whose feet never touched the ground. One claims that he saw a white misty thing on the creek. Heather gains clarification. The fishermen be- uh, beginning the fishermen beginning to argue, Heather uh, forces them back on track asking about how this falls into the story of Coffin Rock. They uh, the The one with the hat saying that everyone knows that this area is haunted by the witch and has been for years, while the one with the glasses calls bullshit. Our witch finders continue deeper into the woods, eventually getting out of their car to hike the rest of the ways. Heather struggles to get her camping gear on while Mike continues recording. Everyone is ready to go. Josh has the car car parked off to the side of the road as Mike asks if they have uh, to head toward the the shack. Moving deeper into the... into excuse me, moving deeper into the woods toward Coffin Rock. They hop over a creek until they make it to their destination. Heather reads an excerpt from her book. It's a long one, so bear with me. They went into the woods prepared to find death. What they found was a desecration of humanity at the site which which trappers have often referred to as coffin rock. On top of the rock, formation the the story of the torture inflicted upon these brave five men unfolded. Each was bound to the other, each man's hand bound to the the next man's feet, forming a solid structure out out of that man. Blood at the edges of the the head indicate that this act had been committed while each was alive and able-bodied enough to struggle in the torso of each man the intestines had been torn out crudely one one each excuse me on each man's uh, sun bleached face was inscribed indecipherable writing cut to cut into their flesh with an eerie precision the men still entraced by the horror of what ha- had happened left the scene to find the sheriff and did not sketch the writing did not sketch the writing and did not remove the bodies from the rock upon return voters were seen at the rock but upon inspection the bodies had been removed by persons unknown the search party claimed that the stench of death was still thick and whomever had taken the bodies had done in a matter of hours End quote she closes the book explaining that this incident happened there
0: Spooky. I do like know, that segment. But this, this is this
3: great. Time we're talking about, like, oh yeah, this is the part where like she's doing a voiceover and we're getting different B footage, and it's like, who is editing this? Yeah. Are they editing as they go? They can't.
2: It's it's ninety four, right? You can't. Yeah, yeah.
3: Which is like one of those things. Like, okay, it's cool for more exposition and now I'm out of it because of the found footage aspect of like yeah this is well edited you're showing different shots of like the lake or I'm in mean, the river and then random woods while she's also over talking about the whole entire like reading I'm like oh right interesting
2: good point yeah I it, this is not one of those moments where I thought about it but you're totally right
1: yeah Think about it. Cuts a Heather recording toward the river and ground, explaining that her, her reading felt rushed because she was uh, she wants to get camp set up, checking her watch, continuing that it's four fifty-two and they're losing light. But she you know all right, someone was like crazy sleuthing on this portion here when it was like, okay, four fifty-two, she's losing light. All right, so this has to be around the winter time when it was just like, dude, it says October <laughs> in the beginning of <laughs> yeah, the movie. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and, like, and all the YouTube comments were just like, it says in the beginning of the movie it's in October. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, daylight saving happened. <laughs> uh, but she's. F- <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, but she's fine using the shot without her face in um in it since she recorded the rock, knowing that she can edit it together. And This kind of goes to what Freddie said. Look like someone did, um, while she is speaking a different shot of um. A different shot on the other camera captures Mike walking away uh, from Heather uh, filming by Josh. Sorry, that was all jumbled. I don't know why I wrote it that way, but my apologies. She sighs that it is starting to rain. While it is raining, they're they, they are trying to build their tents and start a fire, but they can't. They continue joking about farts, as one does, mm. as one does, <laughs> Um and while they're getting set up uh, inside the tent, next morning, Josh tells the group that he that he heard a noise last night, explaining that it is it was two separate noises, one sounding like a cackle. Mike con- commenting that he could have that he would have shit his pants if he heard that. This part right here is part one to my theory. Mm. Heather is the only one who supposedly heard this, when both Mike and Josh claim to have not. Okay, so. Part one.
3: Heather didn't hear it.
1: Um, well, Josh tells the group, right? Yeah. yeah. And then puts
3: the idea in her head that he heard something, right? And no one else heard it, right? It was like you're making shit up. (laughs) If the theory's right, of course. Right.
1: But then, and then, then they leave and start climbing. Like, start checking the map, and then now Heather is the only one who starts hearing this shit afterwards. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, granted, we get that one scene where Mike hears it too, and all this other stuff, but that's when Josh is gone.
3: I think with like your theory this is where he plants the idea in her head that things are happening. To put fear in her eyes,
1: he did it, man. He did it. I'm telling you, they are checking the map. Heather showing that they've started that they started off the map. She explains that she knows where they're going, even though uh, there was some confusion. Josh asks for her to say that again. She rolls her eyes that she knew where uh, where they were going. He questions um, if that's a full, if that is a full of shit statement, reiterating the question and directing it toward Mike. She argues that she only got them lost for a brief time. Mike asks for her to not get them lost today, but she continues to claim that she knows uh, where all of the places are. Josh changes the, the subject asking if she likes how the dock is going. She is, adding that she's pleasantly surprised by little uh, that the, by their little Mikey. <laughs> Josh asks about her feelings toward the Blair Witch, wondering if she believes in, believes that she exists. They are they're walking up a hill, Josh complaining that they wish that, that he had a tra- that they had a trail. The group continues as they film a bunch of anything. <laughs> including filming Heather trying to use the bathroom. What? Different time. Nah. (laughs) It was a different, and not okay. Not okay. Different time, time, but not okay. (laughs) Uh, No one was getting mad back then, apparently. You know? But again, doesn't uh, make it okay. No, it doesn't. You know what this reminds me of, though? This reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have seen that documentary, Woodstock 99. No.
3: I have not. Oh, but you told me about it. Yeah. People were like, it's.
1: it was fucking gross, but it was. On
3: their own shit and
1: piss, basically. They were doing that, that, but they were also like filming women, groping them, and all this. And that's, this is what yeah. reminded me of it. I I felt sick to my stomach on this scene. I felt so sick. <laughs> <drawal> don't do that. It made me want to punch him in the face, and I think that's why I don't like.
2: She was that. Uh, totally aware of it, though, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. She was aware. She seemed chill. She, I mean, she, at first she wasn't, and then she just kind of went. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but mm. back on tr- on on the trail, Heather shares that they are on the path for the cemetery trail and Josh chiming in with uh with a says you while she agrees and continues that she uh, should be hitting and that they should be hitting it in 90 minutes asking if they are cool with that. Josh cool with it as long as she knows where she is going. She argues that she does. Josh takes the map, Heather commenting about him feeling it ne- feeling it necessary to look at the map, even though she knows where they are going. Mike argues that they w- wouldn't be hiking if she knew where they were going. Josh a- also adding to the fl- to the flame that uh, they are in the woods, but Heather explains that some of it is off-trail hiking. Mike's still not buying that, mocking the fact that she possibly heard about the cemetery from some people. He wants her to admit that... that- that they're lost but she claims that they aren't lost calling it bullshit they continue arguing josh trying to calm them down but they continue heather reminding him that he agreed to do this project he acknowledges that but references the fact that he uh, agreed for an already scouted project i mean fair true yeah. like you know what i'm saying if you don't know where you're going if you don't if you haven't gone there already why do i want to go I agree with you. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, and this is probably like the part where like I felt a little bit of empathy with this character because he's like, you can Mike? Tell he's frustrated. He's like, "Yo, I'm carrying this pack right now. We're lost in the middle of the woods. I only agreed to come out here because you said you pre-scouted this, and I don't even and, know you, fool." Yeah, like, right. Exactly. I was, like like I just here for met that you. Of like this documentary, and like we had like that fun beginning of like, "Yeah, this is gonna be a fun project," but like like, like, like "All right, this is annoying now." yeah. yeah. You are being unprofessional. Right, you got us lost. Yeah, and so and the project that I agreed to go to was something that was predetermined and pre-organized, and it seemed it was like super well done. Right. And and it wasn't. This yeah. is
2: why I find Heather so annoying. Is she doesn't take accountability. Yeah,
3: she I definitely does all. not.
1: Yeah, she definitely does it's a not take account Long it. and
3: we hit with that apology video, which we'll yeah. talk about later.
1: Yeah, we will. We definitely will. Josh shouts for them to calm down, believing that he knows where they are, knowing that they can figure this out. Mike has the map. Josh asking what, where he believes they are. He admits that he can't understand it. Heather, knowing that he that he can't read the map, he feels that all all he can do is put his trust in her, but he doesn't fully trust her. He is about to say something but doesn't. She asks him to say it, but. He doesn't want to have um have her have every conversation on video. Once again, I don't blame him. <laughs> she reminds him that they are making a documentary, as he argues back that they are making it about about a witch and not about them getting lost. She doesn't take offense, knowing that they will laugh this all off later. <laughs> if only she was Raven Baxter from That's So Raven, True she that. could have seen that Josh and Mike. Wanted to kill her. guts <laughs> <laughs> to Josh trying to cross over a river by a log as Mike and Heather try to give give him some encouragement. He crawls over, knowing that Mike will be will not be able to do to do it with uh with the DAT, a digital audio tape. Uh, he tries it. Heather remind Heather wondering, uh, you know how many times I said DAT and I thought they were saying Dad. <laughs> like like oh, God, yeah. <laughs> he tries, he tries it. Heather wondering how how would they get it across. Otherwise, footage of Mike and Heather cross uh, cross as they continue uh, their words of encouragement. They make they make they make it across, continuing down the trail. Heather commenting that they are very close, asking if they're excited. Absolute silence behind her. <laughs> they make it to a clearing, finding a pile of rocks stacked together. She asks the other two about what Mary said about the Bible and it being. Being about a pile of rocks, nobody s- seems to remember. They keep recording the area as she tries to figure it out. Josh mentioning that it looks like a burial ground. Heather c- counts the pile of seven rocks. Settled, um, settled in for the evening. Heather is cooking a Vienna sausage on an open flame. She comments about Josh being licked by the flames, flames like the devil as he stares sinisterly at her. I'm telling you, man, it's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting closer, dude. Like,
2: look, look at this fucking guy.
3: Yeah, look at that. To
2: me, he's just a dude in the '90s with a ponytail, (laughs) and I feel like
0: I I feel like
1: (laughs) I feel like he's very on brand for his image. Red flag, red flag right there. (laughs) He sings the Gilligan's Islands uh, theme song. They all joke around about their comparison with the show. Um, uh, The Excuse me. They they are back at the pile of rocks, filming the piles on the ground and one in a nest. Josh accidentally knocks over the pile of stones. And this is clarification here for the fact that, okay, Josh knocks over the pile of stones. Therefore, Josh is now the one who's tagged, Mm. right? Quote unquote. So he's the one who's supposedly be tagged. Right. Something. Yeah. So, like, if if we want to put this in context to where we are thinking about this as a uh, paranormal movie with an actual witch involved, then sure, this is the part here that shows that he is uh, the one who is tagged and the one who is chosen at this point in time because he disrespected this sacred ground. But I think he did it on purpose to make it seem like he can have all this slime and he was tagged so he can leave. Mm. I'm just saying, man, think about it. Heather puts him back, <laughs> kissing her hand and touching the stone, commenting that she uh, that they can they can't be too careful. She asked them what they what they thought. Josh answering that it was the same as before, just darker since they were there at night. <laughs> I mean, fucking smart ass. That's good enough. That she tells them to pack it up so they can head out. The cameras turn back back on to the screen. Black. Heather shouting out "hello" to someone. She turns on the light of the camera. Branches breaking in the background. She explains that they're um, that they were sleeping. Josh calls out to her, asking if she wants something. She instructs him to to. Uh, to keep it by opening up the tent they continue to investigate the snapping and cracking continues to echo all around them she calls out to the noises as they search for the source why are you doing that what do you call what what do you mean hey, hello a
3: documentary
1: <laughs> gotta get the blur
3: witch on <laughs> the camera you know what you know
2: you know what these people are called idiots go-getters
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> fuck um back at the tent she asked mike if he's com- if he's coming down he's firm or not wanting to not wanting to go down there claiming that he doesn't he doesn't hear anything anymore she yells that his, his reasoning is because he's scared knowing that he heard it and wanting it to uh, wanting him to go uh to get out of the tent asking him what the big deal is I'm like, fuck you, Heather. I'm "I'm not getting out of this tent. If you're hearing shit and you're screaming hello to something, like, fuck you, Heather. I'm not getting out of this tent. You can kick rocks. You can go kick those pile of rocks out the graveyard. You know what's so funny? So, like, I agree
2: with you, but also at the same time, because it's so funny, because at the same time, I'm very much the type of person, like, nothing's out there. But I want to go see what it is. But at the same time, there's another duality of me where nah, it's bro, like, f- dude,
1: it's I it's not even fuck that anything. Well, I mean, supernatural. Super it is not yeah. even a supernatural part. It's, it's animals. Like that's a good point. Like, dude, that's true. when I went camping, okay, quick story time. <laughs> y'all, y'all know I, I lived in Australia for a summer, right? Technically, their winter. Um, so when I was there, we went camping. All right, worst decision of my life. <laughs> so when I was camping there, everyone thought it was all fun and dandy. I don't even know where the fuck dandy. we were. That's yeah, Australian dandy, talk. I, I, t- <laughs> 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 um, but everyone, <laughs> everyone thought it was all a great idea to to leave the tent and just, let's go exploring at night. Fuck you guys. No. So I'm here by myself in this tent and I'm just like, bruh, okay, like, I'm scared of shit and a fucking spider Crawls on, on the tent My light's on I see the sh- silhouette of the spider I'm just like you no know, <laughs> This is why I don't want to go out in the wilderness So finally About 30 minutes or so later they start coming back The spiders?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> um, But they start coming back And I'm like okay Everyone's coming back it's gonna be fine Everything's gonna be fine These motherfuckers Like I don't know what happened They start eating the spiders no, no, they they were bit. They're they got bits. they got bit by something by these bugs. And I'm like, what happened? They're covered. Oh. And I'm like, what happened, to you guys? Sure they weren't hickeys? I-, hey, <laughs> I, yo. Mean, I mean, Rio does claim that their spiders are cute. <laughs> but um I'm pretty sure that it was like maybe leeches or something that just happened to I don't know what the fuck happened. But anyway, they were sick. They got sick for a Ooh. couple of days afterwards. And I was just like, see, I fucking, uh, I no. fucking told y'all, I, I told y'all, we're back in the hotel, everything's good. I'm 15 at the time, everything's good because I'm the smart one.
3: Rio's right, Americans don't survive out there.
0: Fuck <laughs> no, we are yeah, not going to this. see. This is
1: this, it, this, it, Rio. This is exactly why I haven't visited again. <laughs> 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 but although I do love Australia, like Australia is absolutely gorgeous, and it is. Fantastic, and I would highly suggest visiting it. Um, but TikTok doesn't help, you know. Like, you you see things on TikTok, and they got the spiders and shit crawling in (laughs) toilets. You're just like, right? They're like, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Oh, oh my god. I mean, we do got ticks, like a lot of ticks. I don't think I've ever seen a tick in my life. I mean, good for you. You know, because they're dangerous. <laughs> Lyme disease ain't curable. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. Rio, y'all got everything. Like, <laughs> you, you literally like God just put like the cheat code on Australia, just like everything. Hard <laughs> <Like, Heart> mode. <laughs> like, it's absolutely legendary mode, and you're not going to survive. <laughs> Next day, it's it's raining heavily. Josh complaining about the rain, but thankfully for the for his raincoat for his mom. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) eight-legged freaks over there. Y'all need that shit. Uh, Heather asked uh, what he what he thinks that uh, what he thinks what was last night, what that noise was last night. He believes that it was someone fucking around with their with her head, i.e., Josh. Josh fucking around with her head. I'm just saying. She reminds him that no one knows uh, that they're out there. He agrees, comparing her experience to the movie Deliverance, which is a great comparison. Yeah, that's that, fair. that was completely fair. She asks Mike if he understands where she is coming from. He interrupts her, telling her um, that she was freaking out. She agrees, not knowing knowing that all she could could think, all she could think about is uh, was that she needed to record it. <sighs> Go get her. Go get her. As you said. <laughs> He thinks uh, he thinks that was um, that it was some people messing around, and he doesn't want to mess with the locals, not knowing not knowing who would come come out there. But what freaks what freaks him out is that people would go so deep into the woods to mess with them, and he doesn't want to play around with that. All right, I agree. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. She asks how he knows how he how he knows it was people. That doesn't change. Like he 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 doesn't even like. He he doesn't change his thought, pretty much, is what I was trying to say here on, on, on this thing. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm just not playing around with it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even answer the question. He's just like, I'm not playing around with that. They continue their journey as Heather is complaining for a message from our sponsors. And we're back. She's not complaining Out of as from our sponsors, but she is complaining about it being a long, (laughs) wet day and that nobody is speaking to her. Mike shares that he doesn't remember any of this uh, from walking in from the car. She believes that they have to go a slightly different way since uh, they came in on a bit of a curve. I'm like, yo, Heather, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what do you mean we came here at a curve? Like, what's what's happening, Heather? Get me home. Like, (laughs) like, get me home, dude. Thinking that it'll only be be two hours max, Josh stops them, asking Heather since they since they came in from from a shortcut, why are they going to uh, going a different way? She explains that they go. She explains that they have to go around, and those shortcuts uh, that those shortcuts were the most direct ways t- uh, to hit their two locations. This being the most direct way back to the car, Mike ask ask her if she knows. Excuse me. Mike asks her if she knows where where they're going. She irritatedly claims that she does. Josh willing to, to wait five minutes before before a map check. Cuts of them checking the map, Heather claiming that they are on the trail, but Josh didn't say that. She thinks they are all right, wanting them to keep going. They argue about the direction again, but she wants to keep going. As they continue walking, she believes that they should make camp. Josh asks her why, knowing that it is because she doesn't know where they're going. Uh uh-uh. uh she shares that it's going to be dark soon, and they and and they are still a ways from the car. Mike yells that they are they aren't going. Excuse me. Mike yells that they aren't camping there, and for her to get home, or for her to get them home. Get me home, like I'm not fucking around, Heather. Like get me home, dude. I feel it. I feel it. Like you know what I'm saying. The frustration is
3: real in the scene,
1: bro, bro. I mean. Shit! (laughs) Top notch acting here, though. All of this, yeah.
3: All of this because it's someone you don't even know too. It's like I was promised this project was gonna be fun. It was supposed to be cool. This is not part of the plan. It's been three days now. It's been days where we were not going back to the car. At this point, I don't trust you. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I felt that.
1: I, I, bro. Yes. Like I really feel that.
3: If I was in this position, I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, you fucked up.
1: I would have gone off on my own.
3: Oh, uh, fuck that. No, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'll be mad. That
2: with was you, the checking point. I'm
1: just kidding. It was the lamp inside the. <laughs> You're okay. You're safe. You're safe. I have to, I have to tell that to my daughter. Sometimes you're safe. <laughs> Josh demands her to, uh, unless we're American inside of Australia, then you're not safe. <laughs> Josh demands her to give him the uh, the map and to turn off the camera. She doesn't want to turn the camera off. He continues asking for a map, but it is in her pocket. Um, <laughs> I only do it because I like seeing Rio type. <laughs> Mike exclaims all types of profanities. Josh asks if they if they can. Just Sit underneath the tree to check the map. Um, Heather agreeing. Uh, oh, she's typing a long one. I'm scared. <laughs> um, now night. Josh asks Heather if she's if she's happy. Freddie read it. Uh, <laughs> she answers that she does. She isn't, but knows that they are close to the car. Mike asks if she's positive. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm. I mean, like if she knows where she's going, positive. You know. Um, I'm but, just saying. What? I've never been mugged.
3: What? Oh, so in the chat. You've been uh, I've never been mugged. mugged. Right here. Oh, sorry,
1: reading the oh, chat. Oh, in the chat. I'm like, who was mugged? I didn't <laughs> see that in them. What the fuck? Like y'all are going off the cuff here on me. Sorry.
3: Uh, <laughs> I had some terrible luck though getting mugged twice in In like,
1: Australia? Eight months. Yeah. Uh, in Australia. My American um, friend came down. Oh my god. See, because they're in American Australians. So I'm just <laughs> telling you, man. <laughs> Americans don't belong there.
3: <laughs> yeah, how'd you go? <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs>
1: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> No, you're I mean, soft I can't and say <laughs> to other Australians <laughs> It's like uh, With a fucking pet spider on his shoulder <laughs> Get him <laughs> <laughs> Alright no what, more jokes with Australia Australia's gonna okay, fucking yeah. kill us She answers <laughs> that so she isn't But knows that they're close to car. <laughs> Could you imagine someone having a pet spider <laughs> Oh my god On a
0: leash <laughs> Welcome to the land down
1: under Oh fuck Anyway who woo, sa uh <laughs> yes the, yes you are rio this is why this is uh, this we is should do why we'll do more live this episodes. is exactly why we'll do more live episodes <laughs> I was going to see how much fun we're having. Um, she is, pre- <laughs> she is pretty sure knowing that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they ain't editing none of this out. <laughs> she is pretty sure knowing that they'll um, get the dad back by tomorrow. Josh complaining that he has, he has to get back having to, to return the camera. <laughs> I can't get over this <laughs> fire and be back at work at nine. They decide to camp out inside the tent. Heather explains or Heather hears the snapping in the branches again. Once again, Heather she heads out um to get a better listen yelling out her hellos and shit (laughs) why heather she claims that she hears it josh saying that she that he doesn't hear anything going out to investigate a bit she calls out again the snapping continues she shivers from the cold as mike believes that it could be a deer she she assumes that um she assumes that it could be that it could, but it isn't quite. She isn't quite buying it, knowing it's it's the same sounds as the night before. Josh also agreeing that it is a deer. Mike thinking that it wasn't. It wasn't like last night. Snapping and cracking surrounds them. Mike asking if they if they hear anything. Heather irritatedly tells him that that she doesn't. That she does, and for him to get get it on the dat. He tells her that um he tells her that it's on. Excuse me. Josh shouting, um, wondering what what the sound is. Heather suggests that she Heather suggests that it sounds like footsteps. Mike agreeing that um thinking that it that it is a person. What if it's like Josh like with a little 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 speaker <laughs> playing something. <laughs> um she she doesn't see anything on the video and leaving the rest up to the footage on the dat. He wonders what time it is, hoping that it is somewhat close to sunlight, but it's 3 a.m. He calls it bullshit. She apologizes. Knowing that, she, knowing that they should have been out of there already, they wake up in the, the next morning, three pile of rocks outside of their tent.
2: Great touch with the 3 a.m. and the three piles of rocks. It's fantastic. Yeah,
3: and three
1: great. of them. And 3 a.m. like
3: the witch's hour, too. Which is kind of yeah. like creepy and
0: stuff. Yeah. So yeah. three, three, three
1: yeah it's it's it is fascinating it is it is definitely fascinating and also real new zealand's fucking rad you should definitely go um but uh go all blacks uh josh asking if she's positive that those weren't there beforehand she's pretty sure questioning if she if he thinks this is strange you know it's actually it was this guy that i was a quick tangent It was this guy that i went on that trip with um it was this white guy and when we were in new zealand it was this shirt That's it. Go All Blacks. And we were trying to convince him to buy it. And he did not want to buy it because he didn't know how it would take it inside the States. And I was like, that's fair. Because if I saw that shit, I would call you an ally. But not maybe not everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> Go All Blacks. <laughs> he admits that um, that it is. But he doesn't believe that, that it matters at this point because he wants to uh, get out of the car. He argues that whatever he, he argues that whatever it does. Excuse me, I wrote that completely wrong. He argues whatever it doesn't want them. Um, whatever it is doesn't want them there. This is why punctuations matter, y'all, <laughs> and that they all need to leave. She agrees, confirming that they are that they are out there while they are packing up the, their things. Heather continues recording, upset that they that they have to leave when things are happening around them. Now, this is interesting that Heather gets upset by the fact that they need to leave and all this other stuff. Super fascinating. I'm curious why... And this goes back to my theory. Like, I'm curious on how this could possibly be, like, some type of reverse psychology thing where Josh and Mike very much are like, we need to go. Like, let's go kind of thing. Because I was going to bring that up regarding your
2: theory of, like, if they were... Planning something? Why were they so? So here's here's
1: to add more to my theory. What happens when Mike takes over? On when they need to start walking again, they end up back where they started, and they also end up at a house that oh, they've never that been on. to before. because yeah. and Mike was the one walking. Interesting. Kind of
3: <laughs> like, uh, part of the theory that you have a lot of people point out that every time the camera's on and they're walking. They're always in the lead. She's always she's always behind. She's always the one filming. Yeah, yeah. I would figure as as the person who's the map person. She's always in the back.
2: That's a good point. Yeah, because I figured as the camera person to be in the back, right? Because you're filming the documentary aspect of it. Um, But it's interesting, right? Because it depends if you're going down this route, if the story is supernatural or if it's a murder mystery.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Because if it is supernatural, I see it as almost a lost Lost Woods. Yeah, the woods are like a
1: labyrinth. Yeah. It's like starting over. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. So, um, but I could see. What you're leaning towards. See, see, we're getting closer. <laughs> Josh yells for her to put the camera away and help the pack up um, and that he's not scared. He's just done and over this. Heather is looking for the map. She asks if Josh took the map. He sternly yells at her that he didn't take the map and that he's not playing head head games. She doesn't have the map. He shouts that this isn't cool. She agrees. Mike wanting wanting confirmation that she doesn't have the map. She doesn't. Believing that one of them possibly had taken it, Josh argues that they have... that. They gave the map back to her yesterday after they checked, and that she's all always had the map. She agrees, but but knows that she puts it puts it in the same place, and it wasn't there. Thinking that thinking that one of them had to have one of them had to have it taken taken it he's yelling at her and blaming her uh, for all of this she shouts for them to go pointing in the direction he continues to argue that they are in the middle of the woods mike points at a different direction since they're uh, since they've been going that direction heather is confident that she gave josh the map he yells that he gave it back to her they settle on just um following the creek making it to a clearing mike shouts that they are lost fucked and done while Josh falls to the ground laughing at the situation that he's going to stay there, joking that um, when they find someone, tell them th- that he's underneath the vine. Concluding that uh, this is really fucked up, Heather acknowledges that the situation is indeed fucked up. <laughs> Mike comments that they need that they need to work together. She she, agree, she agrees. <gasps> Excuse me. Uh, Josh says, "Fuck it, fuck all the equipment." Being back on time, they decide to use their little noodles since uh the area isn't that big. She encourages them that it, uh, that it is hard to get lost in America. That was interesting. Yeah, I don't, I times. don't believe that. I don't think it's h- not hard to get lost <laughs> I mean, in the America. The
3: argument that they're trying to say is like the woods are probably small. Yeah, because like, you know, that's like, yeah.
2: what I thought of before she yeah. even said that. I was like, how can you?
1: How big these woods?
2: Yeah. Like yeah. how, how realistically can you drive up to the edge of the woods near you and just get lost in there? I mean, yeah, you
1: it could happen, but like, yeah, what are the, the dance, chances? Man. I mean, I don't know Maryland woods. I don't either. So like, I it could I, be large.
3: Who knows? It, yeah, it could yeah. be. And
1: it could not be like, you know, like, so like, I don't really know, but if I were in Maryland, I would probably get lost True, (laughs) like, like, and I'm in America, like you know, like so, I don't believe that statement one bit. So, I would get lost in America. Now, would I get lost in my own city? Probably
2: not. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking through the context lens of that. This is a forest in like the city they live in.
1: It's not though. Oh, it's not. No, they have to drive there. They they're visitors of Burkittsville, Maryland. You're totally right. So that it. I you know <laughs> I don't know you're right. man you're right I don't know it's interesting definitely interesting but uh it, and that's a great point see and that's the thing like a lot of people go missing in national forests every year
2: I was about to ask that do people go missing in something like a national forest yeah
1: it's it's like a whole thing like it's a whole really? conspiracy theory oh. that like people go missing in national forests and no one knows why since national forests they're national forests there's a they're, so, they're Monitored. <laughs> they're supposed to be monitored. Like it, it's fucking crazy, man. Mm. <laughs> Alien, Alien abductions, obvious for aliens. Sure. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> uh, Josh mentions that people are going to notice that they're missing. They. Uh, where did we hear that before, guys? The ruins. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. No. <laughs> uh, if if we're guy. missing, people are going to come looking for us because we're American.
3: Right. Oh, yeah. That
1: mm. was a good line. That <laughs> was a good line. It's a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. See? That's the
3: International Demon who takes them, the boy yeah. witch.
1: Yeah, every single time Freddy thinks that you can't handle a movie, I'm like, oh, he watched the ruins. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> John, they're trying to cross a creek. Josh telling them uh, to not try it and cross it. Um, they all cross over the stream anyway, laughing at Heather for getting getting wet. She is she isn't too amused, asking if they're serious about the map because they they are having a little too much fun. Josh chuckles that he doesn't he doesn't want to yell at her. She argues that she wants that she just wants to know um that he hasn't excuse me, it making her feel better, but he walks off. Just your man, girl, you just adding fuel that he wants to kill you. <laughs> Josh and Heather uh, continue their argument. He, can, he comments that they are, they are trying to be cool with her. She doesn't appreciate being laughed at. Him and Mike both start um, cracking up. Josh mentioning that they, they were laughing at the situation and not her because all of their shoes are wet. While laughing in a stupor, Mike shares that he kicked the map into the creek yesterday, calling it useless. Now, this is two contexts right here. One, why he do that. Two, (laughs) we know that they go off on their own. And we know that they do things by themselves. Individually. Individually. So, there's probably multiple times that Josh and Mike could have talked about Heather. Okay. Now, looking at the supernatural road that you could go down, what if the
2: witch was influencing Mike... Oh yeah, Toss I mean, map. it's possible. It is. It is possible.
1: It possible. it is possible. I mean, we are trying to stick with witches around here, so I feels you. I feels you. I feels yeah. you. I feels you. I don't think that happened. No. He walks <laughs> off, yelping, woohooing, and laughing. Heather and Josh, not amused, with his excited fucking, really hoping that he's kidding. Uh, Josh pushes him. Heather hitting him as she yells at him. They are all yelling and shouting at each other. Mike continuing to call the map useless. They, they. I would have beat his ass, dude. <laughs> I know. I would. I, like, I would have. I would. If I was Heather, I'd be like, where's the pocket knife? Like, like this is it? Like, <laughs> uh, they, ca- they calm down a bit. Josh commenting that that this isn't the reason why he brought him out here. Mike apologizes about the map. Heather crying for him to not say sorry since the map wasn't worth shit to him, but she knew exactly where they were on it. He argues that that she didn't know how to read it, knowing that she di- knowing that she didn't know uh what the what river they were on when he asked her. I mean, fair point. Yeah. They struggle for a moment he, as he hits the camera to as he hits the camera and yells for her to uh, get out of his face. Cuts to Michael looking at the compass, Heather asking for it, commenting that um he betrayed that she betrayed them all or that he betrayed them all. He rebuttles that she betrayed them when she couldn't get them out of the woods the other night. Damn. I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Josh asks uh, to hold the compass she tells him no adding that she um, that she bought the compass he he yells, <laughs> he, yells that, he yells that her and Mike fucked them up not knowing why she can't admit that she's been screwed she claims that she hasn't the two film dudes are having a moment alone Heather wondering why they are why they are stopped Josh tells her not to ask this is the moment right here that I'm thinking like these two are just, like, starting to plot their shit. Now, here's the thing. We got Mike over there in the corner, right, standing. We got Josh kneeling. His pack is off. Who is the one with all the slime on his shit? Josh. Mm-hmm. What if this is the moment where he started doing all of that?
2: I can see where you're going. I'm just saying, man. I'm just not convinced yet.
1: Uh, all right, all right. Convince me. Stay Who tuned. he' carries
3: slime around him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
1: mean, he claimed it was slime. She didn't touch it. It right? could have been anything.
3: I thought it was just water.
1: It didn't well, look
3: like shit, like shit to me. He was initially dark. Was
2: dark.
0: <laughs> it was dark. Like, I well, remember.
3: He initially says like, oh, they spilled my water on yeah. my canteen. It was like, wait, this not water. It's slime.
2: Well, it's water on dirt, which makes mud. Right? <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah.
2: Which, yeah. I'm that's, just saying. I, the whole time when they were saying slime, I thought it was just mud.
1: I'm sure it was, Right. I don't know. Yeah. She continues asking why they aren't going south anymore. They both are. They're both quiet. Cut to Mike yelling that there's some some voodoo sh- some voodoo stuff down there. There's some voodoo stuff down here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Heather and Josh get back get down to him. The iconic large stick figure person hangs from the tree. Fucking amazing. Oh, this still works. Yeah. This still hits absolutely hard chills every time this pops up on screen it's me. iconic too this is great and very organic like very organic
2: yeah this it, is great It very much seems like it was made from the environment around it absolutely and doesn't look misplaced and it looks like it's been there for a while
1: yep you um, know what this reminds me of this reminds me of the ritual yeah yeah, yeah. it's out
3: like this looks great though wow that's yeah, pretty terrifying yeah, Again, th- this is The awesome. editing on this is really great, so I wonder who did it. Uh, <laughs> very 90s editing, too. Yeah.
1: The yeah, flashes. Yeah, seriously. I like that bushy one right there. Like, you yeah. know, like that. that's the one that really like clings. Yeah. It does, yeah, and yeah. it really clings to the environment. It's, just, it's fantastic. It's terrifying. Wow. If it's I saw really that in the woods, good. I'd
3: be like, fuck that, I'm out.
1: I'm I mean, where are you going? They I'm lost. Out. I'm just saying Like You know what I'm saying? It's interesting, right? Because I think about it, if
2: I were to see something like that, and I feel like I've encountered things similar. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, whoa, look at
1: this. Who did this? But if it was like 50 of them, then I'd be like, oh, something's off here. It's like that video that is on YouTube of this guy who goes to the certain area in in the woods. I don't know where he is specifically, but it's all missing person posters taped to a tree. That... And they were it's real terrifying. posters. He thought it was fake. Yeah. And he called it in and they were all real missing people Damn. from just different areas taped on a tree. That's like that's scary as shit. Yeah. That's you know, scary. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard about this, but there's like an island in Mexico where there's just a bunch of dolls. dolls? Yeah. 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 That's what I think of when I see this. Yeah. I would not go there, dude. <laughs> i would not do that they find a shit ton of them heather gets the camera from, from josh recording them they're all st- um, starting to visibly get more upset and creeped out by the sticks mike asks if uh if they can get out of there now josh agrees claiming that she ha- uh she has enough of it she continues tapping they yell for her to stop recording or excuse me she continues taping not tapping. Um. Uh, and they all yell for her to stop recording. She agrees, but continues recording anyway. Mike screams for someone to help them. Heather admitting that they are finally lost. Now, night. Josh suggests that they should um, all get inside the tent. Mike recommends that they don't that they shouldn't light a fire tonight because something seems to know their position when they do, or maybe it's when Heather says hello <laughs> out of the tent. Did you ever think about that? Maybe it's her. He also also suggests to turn the light off as well. They all agree, Heather commenting that they uh, should just go to sleep. The camera cuts back onto a pitch pl- to pitch black, but someone is whispering outside their tent. She turns the light on. More giggles and hoots outside the tent. This is great.
2: I love this part. I this did is not great. remember this at all. Wow. And They're, this is my favorite part. Th- yeah, I mean, very, granted, it's
1: very. This funny. is fantastic.
3: It's scary.
2: Very is, much something I would like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot more of this inside the sequel Got it. or the direct sequel because there's another one that's Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, Yeah, um, which is like, kind of like nothing like this. <laughs> um, it's also uh, not a found footage movie as well. But um, yeah, I don't remember shit from that movie, Book of Shadows. I just remember some lady dancing naked. That's all I remember. Um, I'm spoken for, sir i mean that's all i remember <laughs> they all agree heather commenting that they should uh, just go to sleep the camera cuts back onto the pitch black but someone oh excuse me i read all that shit already sorry um they're all freaking out but heather is ready to capture the action demanding them to uh, take the video camera while she is getting the dat ready children laugh outside of their tent and start hitting it they all run outside of the tent yelling for them to hurry up she yells for her Uh, She yells that her boots aren't laced and that she's trying. She sees something causing everyone to run faster. We don't see shit. And this is great. This is the best part in this whole fucking movie. And it's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, Mike whispers for them or, oh yeah, Mike whispers for them to turn their lights off. They do so while trying to catch their breath. Mike asking if they heard the baby screaming. Heather admits that she did. Josh claims that there isn't a baby out there and that, um, and they didn't hear that. They are all trying, excuse me, they're all trying their best To catch their breath, stay warm and quiet. It is now dawn. Heather commenting um, about not hearing anything anymore. (sighs) They stayed out there all night. Outside of their tent. Just in... Waiting. Yeah. Just waiting for daylight. Oh, man. That's terrifying. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. That's terrifying. Like, man. That's nuts. Just, Just sitting in the dark. Just like, I hope it doesn't see me. Like oh Mike asks how long um have they been there? She thinks uh for an hour, but believes that they are that they are okay now since the sun is out they all they all had <laughs> would have been funny if it was like <laughs> like we're not okay we're not okay it's daylight and we're not okay mike asked how long have they uh have they been there she thinks for an hour but oh excuse me i read all that shit already again um they all head back to their tent to get their stuff all the all the things are thrown out josh's water now slime on the ground uh, Heather is getting some footage. They ask for uh, for her to turn the camera off, and they are no longer interested in capturing the footage. She acknowledges, telling them to relax to uh, make make sure that they've gotten everything there. She asks who shit uh, was thrown around. Josh yells that it was all his, not understanding why. She asks him why why him, but they all no no longer care. He asks for her um to put the camera down as she as she points it at him. Mike tries grabbing for the camera, um. Excuse me. Yeah, Mike tries grabbing for the camera, threatening to throw her in the woods if she bites him again. Hmm? they soon apologize to each other making sure that they're okay they all continue moving crossing a stream as heather is freaking out a bit the witch finders rest up josh holding the camera realizing why heather likes the camera so much claiming that it is it is not quite reality and you could pretend that everything is not quite the way it is josh is crying on the ground mike tells her to leave him alone for five minutes but she wants to keep moving and she's like recording him and shit and it's just like damn zero empathy here. yeah she sucks <laughs> yeah, she Freddy. sucks. She sucks. <laughs> just, she
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I get where she's coming from. Or they even say it too. It's like it's a, a barrier between her and reality of her that's how she's dealing with the trauma.
1: Okay. So she can't put the camera down. Okay. So le- let me ask this then. Um even though she can't put the camera down, this poor guy is crying. Yes. Right. What
3: she's doing is completely wrong. Okay. Okay. I understand why she's doing it.
1: Okay, okay. I I see. I know the motives
3: behind it. I don't agree with it. But it's all fake. Yeah.
1: He's not really crying. I don't think so. I don't think he's crying, bro. I don't think. All right, my point's about to come up right now. Hold on. He thinks he thinks he lost it, pleading um for her to leave him alone a little while. She claims to understand in that uh, they are all on the brink. He cuts her off, commenting that they um have to take care of each other and that putting a camera in his face won't help. She argues that she argues that they need to leave. Mike understanding but wanting to give Josh his space. Josh cuts them off, asking for a, a pack of cigarettes, but without a quiver in his tone. He's just like, anybody got some cigarettes? After this dude was sobbing. Hey, nah, nah, nah. Little nah, sniffles. Nah, 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 dry come, up. Come up. on, bro. You got a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: you guys got a cigarette? So I
2: thought, I thought, for your theory, I thought you were going to say that Josh was up to something and needed some space because he was crying, but he was concocting something. Who No, knows I think what. he was actually lying down. Got it. And Mike yeah. was. In Heather's face to distract, to, to distract her. I mean, yeah. it's possible. And be like, give him space. Yeah, L- he's
1: crying. Yeah,
2: I mean, the it's the code possible.
3: Word is cigarettes.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like it's maybe. Done. It's done. Maybe. I mean, <laughs>
3: I has it. the map. Just <laughs> looking but at the that. map right there. <laughs> he's he's like, add that all to all right, the, the house is up.
1: I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's, it's a lot to craft in this movie. Josh cuts them off, asking if they, have, if they have a cigarette, but they don't. Frustrated, he wonders why the slime was all over his things. She wants to go, commenting that they continue south. They, uh, will, they will get out of there. Um, Josh complains about having to set up camp another night. Mike knows that it is going to come back since it came back three, time, three nights in a row, thinking, thinking that they, uh, they could go on forever following their footsteps. She doesn't think it is possible because this is America. Don't catch me, slipping no. <laughs> up. And they've destroyed most of their natural resources. Mike and Josh both start singing the Star Spangled Banner as they continue walking through the woods. Um, they, move, they make it back to the creek, Mike realizing that they walked in a circle. Heather cries, trying to convince herself that, the, that it's not the same log, but it is the same log. She breaks down sobbing. That is the same log as Josh and Mike shout. Heather wonders if they should uh, switch to walking east tomorrow. Mike not sure how they ended up there. If they walked, if they walked south, she argues that they walked south, and she doesn't, and she doesn't know how they ended up there. Cuts to Josh pointing the camera at Heather. Her not knowing uh, what he wants from her. She, uh, she asks, what does, what does he want, what does he want her to do? But he doesn't, he doesn't answer her right away. He tells her that he wants to make movies, asking her if that's, if that's what they are here to do. Telling her, let's make a movie. I think this was a sex thing. Yeah, so uh, I think it's I don't know. <laughs> open
2: to interpretation. And I thought about that in this moment. She flips him off. We'll never know. and Because you'll never know what the true intentions of a person's words are and right. what's in their mind. But it's open to interpretation because of that. And through her reaction, it's also open for interpretation yeah. because it can make her feel.
1: This totally felt like sexual harassment. Though, yeah,
2: for sure. I, I could see that. And it, I think it's more so like maybe from Josh's perspective, like, I'm going to die out here. Might as well fuck one last time, right? So he's shooting his shot. But, you know, honing Hell back... way to do it. Yeah, I know. But yeah. it's very on brand for a dude with a punk <laughs> in the 90s. Um, Rough flag. But <laughs> honing back into, like, the groundedness of this movie um, and if it was going down a supernatural route and them ending back at the same log, I think it's akin to the Lost Woods that I was talking about earlier, right? Where they could have actually been going south the whole time and maybe through the whatever abilities the witch has maybe it was messing with the compass or Mm -hmm. maybe it was you know you may go straight but you actually end up coming from the right and it could be a whole bunch of different things, right?
1: Yeah, the horror trope cliche, the cup is spinning, right? Exactly, Like, yeah. oh, man, our Earth magnetics field, our crust, or little exactly, tectonic yeah. plates. <laughs> uh, <like. laughs>
2: um, so it's cool. It's cool that we don't have a definitive answer. And even, you know, with looking at whatever we think truly happened theory-wise, like, um, it's cool because... I've said it before, but I love when movies allow you to theory craft and you don't get an answer. It's yeah. it'll forever be theorized. Right.
1: And that's so cool to me. I agree. She gives him a bunch of fuck yous as Mike pleading for them, pleads for them to stop fighting, and that uh, he will do, he will do the first watch. Josh continues pointing the camera at Heather, telling her that she can do, she can do better than that. Um, as she silently cries, he runs up to stick the camera in her face, shouting that this is motivation. They're lost in the woods. A witch is after them, leaving shit outside of their tent. There's no one around there to help them. The witch left trinkets. She took one. She ran after them. Mike shouts for him to stop Heather pleads for him to stop as she breaks down crying he tells Josh that he got that he got back that he got her back and for him to stop but Josh isn't isn't through his point is being his his point being that she is still making movies she shouts that it, um that it is all all that is she shouts that is all that she has left and I, I thought that was interesting and like I assume she's saying like it is all that I have left because we're stuck here
2: I think Yeah, I think if this is going to be the end for her, it needs to all have been for something. She can't die for nothing. And if she makes or creates or finds something incredible that would have been worth it in some regard, then it means her life had purpose.
3: I uh, I feel like I agree with you with that. But I also feel like this is the only thing that's keeping her sane having something to do, some type of purpose, uh, some type of reasoning of why she's continuing to film everything. It's like, yeah, like
1: continuing her project is allowing her to kind of stay within reality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, Which I I feel like when you guys were talking about like him saying that kind of stuff, I was like, I think he's just mocking her. Oh, for sure. This is, this is me now. I just want to make movies and this is your motivation. Right. And it's like, no one's here to help you, and just like bringing her down, right? And like, yeah, yeah. like um, a lot of people are saying right now in the chat, like everyone in this movie is very unlikable.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
3: they're all assholes.
1: Pleading for him to stop yelling at her while she sobs, Mike tells tells them uh, that they have a lot to do before going to bed. Josh co- continues filming her, asking if she is going to write write them a happy ending. She sobs harder, walking away from them. Mike tells him to turn the camera off and that um he is getting he is getting uh. That he is getting like she was. Fair point. Uh what, uh real quick, y'all remember where Josh is from? I don't. You remember the movie Unsane? Were you here for that episode? It sounds very familiar. It was the episode where the, the lady who went into uh the like the psychiatric place on accident. Yes, yeah. yes. He was the stalker.
0: Whoa! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he did survive. He survived. I <laughs> will tell you, Heather's what never been fuck? in a movie
1: since. <laughs> <Is> she <not? laughs> Um They they are all in the tent complaining on how cold they are and now they have to sleep pretty much in the same spot as before. Josh apologizes to the both of them. Mike um, jokes about having a cheeseburger in his back pocket as Heather um, sews some pants together for extra warmth. Next day, Heather is screaming for Josh, Mike telling her to calm down before, coming for, before calling out to him. He doesn't, an- he doesn't answer them, Mike trying to rationalize him possibly at the river, but Heather knows that he, w- he would be able to hear, hear them if he was there. She reminds him about what Josh said about the slime on his bag. She continues screaming for uh, for him. Mike telling her to f- telling her to follow him, and that and that they have to find him. Sobbing that they can't they can't even find the car, wondering how they are going to find him. Excuse me. He tells her to relax, calmly letting her, letting her know that he'll come back after the after they break down the tent. Heather speaks to herself in um, the camera, not sure if Josh ran off because of all the belongings, because all of his belongings are still there, including the large camera. She doesn't know um, she doesn't know how she's how she's going to hike with that? Mike asking her to, if it's of importance. She believes that it is. He asks how how she feels about going east. Not entirely opposed. He bases his decision off the Wicked the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm just kidding. No, I was like, you didn't say that. <laughs> or east. <laughs> um, that's West, Patrick. Getting ready to uh, <laughs> oh, leave. I knew the context. <laughs> I know you knew the context. Yeah. <laughs> ravioli, ravioli. Um, getting ready to leave their position. They hear something. Mike calling out to Josh, but no answer. They put, they put up their tent for the night, talking about all the food that they would like to eat in the moment. Now night, Mike asks her uh, what she likes to do on Sundays. She jokes that she used to like driving through the woods and hiking, but that has changed. They wake up in the middle of the night, they um, hearing agonizing shouts and grunts. It is intense. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's crazy. Like, this shit would have scared the fucking shit out of me if I was there. Yeah, like, I would have been done. I'm
2: like, all right, man. And again, that's with what we were saying in the beginning of the I can do. episode, right? If you put yourself in their shoes and you really yeah. think about like, being in that scenario. It's scary.
1: It is scary, yeah. It yeah. is scary, you know what I'm saying? Heather not sure if, if it's a trick or not. They call out to Josh. More agonizing screams. Mike screaming for him, asking for Josh to tell them where he is. He cries out. Mike not sure if the witch is fucking with them or not. Screaming for Josh, he tells, he tells a whimpering Heather to look for him. She sobs as they both continue screaming for Josh. Not sure on where where to look her screams for josh wow piercing. yeah absolutely they are piercing. like uh, getting chills just thinking about it like this is to me this deserved an oscar hmm. all the performances yeah. in this shit deserved an oscar because gonna bring it up jesus right christ it's so believable such
3: a great job of keeping this feel so realistic and absolutely and so grounded and you can hear the the fear, in the, their fear the
1: pain the, yeah. the the desperation desperation like desperate. it's just it's yeah. like everything They're desperate for this oh my okay. god like, completely agree it's absolutely incredible heather pleads for mike to not fall asleep but he he can't even if he wanted to she sniffs that um that it knows that josh is gone he believes josh would have said um said where he was if it was him she knows what that whatever it was it sounded like him she turns the light on showing that mike uh, is right next to Right next to her, asleep, opening the tent, she's uh, there's a stack of sticks tied together with a cloth from Josh's shirt. She calls for Mike, taking the stacks of sticks and throwing it away um, from the tent. Mike is rocking back and forth, repeating that they're that they're just um, that they'll just keep walking, trying to. And he's like, he's fucking gone, dude. He's like, we'll just keep walking. (laughs)
0: walking. Like he's like sitting down. He's like keep walking. It's comical
1: now, but I wonder if it was comical back then. I mean. I don't know, man. Th- th- shit. This shit reminds me of Friday. Like, uh. <laughs> like, like it's just it's, it's it's definitely something about it. Um, but trying to make light of the situation, that he found some cigarettes all the way at the bottom of his pack. Maybe it was code word. Who knows? She goes over to uh, to hug him. Afterwards, Heather checks the stacks of sticks, unraveling it and seeing it's full of blood, screaming, re- um, revealing a bloody piece of something like scalp. Teeth, hair, a tongue, a tongue. I don't know. It's something though. It is. It is weird, and I can't tell what it is. It, but it's something. It's gross. With hair.
0: It's With definitely hair,
1: hair for teeth. sure in there. Um, where I lost my spot. <laughs> uh, gaining the extra courage, she continues looking through, revealing more bloody flesh. She cleans her hands in the creek. Mike calls out to her, asking what what is she doing. She answers that she's just washing her hands. Um, and she's like. Freaking the fuck out, right? She's like, "I'm just, I'm just washing Dude, my hands." She did a just, great just, job just my hands. And uh, As far as acting, absolutely. Like this reminded me of someone because I have family members who have like sickle cell, and this reminds me of when their uh, blood pressure goes down and they start shaking and like incoherent, and sometimes they'll fall asleep like while sitting there. Oh wow! And it's 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 scary. Like it, like this reminded me of that, and I'm just like, this is good. Like, yeah, I thought is this was really a great performance. Good. Yeah. And Mike is like, We got you. Like <laughs> going back toward Mike sobbing that she is um going to put her gloves on. He asks if she's okay and what happened. She doesn't tell him, blaming it on hunger, being tired, and scared. Why do you think she didn't tell him?
2: I wonder. She, I think it's because she thinks it's her fault that they're in this situation possibly. that we'll get to later. Possibly. Possibly I think she's
3: still thought, thought. irrational about like what's really going on. She's not
1: Rationality, I like that. to
3: agree with reality of like yeah. what's happening. It's like nothing's yeah. wrong. There's nothing wrong. I'm just looking through the camera lens. That's this what I, I'm living my life. Either. Yeah, I think she's still yeah. in shock.
1: Yeah, and that's what I think it is. I think she's co- completely in shock. Yeah, um, um, at this point
3: together, and then we'll see that break soon when right. we we'll have that apology. Also,
2: there's no confirmation, right? Because if she did see pieces of his body. He could still be alive, right? Yeah, and she could be battling
1: with those thoughts in her mind. And it's
3: like, like, what is that animal stuff? I don't know.
1: Yeah, is, it's true. That's yeah.
3: Not, it's not real. This is not something that I can concretely believe in.
1: Yeah, you know what is um, interesting though is that we don't see a single animal in this movie, even though they're in the woods. That's very interesting. Yeah, like we don't see the animals. No, the animal. witch
3: is fucking fucked
1: up. I mean, possibly right. Like you know, so that's that's something to definitely think about when you think about this moment. Of them dealing with all the stuff that they're dealing with, and, and we hear uh, Mike blame it on a deer, but yet we haven't seen an animal once in this movie. Yeah, not to say that they haven't, right? But I mean, we haven't. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very interesting. What if this was like filmed in like I I don't know the exact location this was filmed in, but what if this was like filmed in like. Uh, A woodsy area that was just like right outside of a parking lot or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk in, walk out when you need to. Because of like the quote unquote woods that I'm familiar with, it always feels like that to me. I mean, our woods are. I mean, we're in, we live in California, so we got some bougie ass woods. I'm not going (laughs) to lie to you, bro. There's
3: some Starbucks in our woods. We we got some
1: bougie ass woods. I mean, there's a Starbucks literally right before you get to Yosemite. So like, we got some bougie ass woods. She continues to cry while putting on putting on her gear and they continue walking through the woods this is exactly why we wouldn't survive in australia like (laughs) the duo stops for a moment to look at the uh, at the compass before they continue moving they stop to take a break and mike taping mike taping um his head or excuse me tapping his head on a tree trunk and he's like like i don't know he, he still to me he seems like he just fucking lost it Yeah, definitely. Continuing to walk before stopping again, Mike eating a dry leaf. Now night, Heather uh, making her iconic apology video that has oddly been parodied a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She says, quote, I just want to apologize to Mike's mom, Josh's mom, and my mom. And I'm, I'm sorry to everyone. I was very naive. I am so, so sorry for everything that has happened because in spite of what Mike says, it's all my fault. Because it was my project, and I insisted, I insisted on everything. I insisted that we were that we weren't lost. I insisted that we were going. I insisted on, uh, that we keep going. I insisted that we walk south. Everything had to be my way, and this is where we would have ended up. And it's all because of of me, and that we're here now, hungry and cold and hunted. I love you, Mom and Dad. I'm so sorry. End quote. So sad. It's such a relief to have her finally, finally and, like understand. Yeah, and, and
2: take that accountability. And take accountability. Exactly. Yes. This was like finally where she like,
3: breaks. Like this is the reality we're in. Yeah, I understand.
2: But going back to me talking about her being annoying, right? I think it's so <laughs> smart. Just
3: annoying here
2: no, too. Wipe
0: uh, those tears away. You don't deserve those tears. <laughs> it's to be a little serious here, though, <laughs> actually
2: really funny. Um, I think in a storytelling approach and character building, it's so perfect that she doesn't take accountability. Right. And that she is very persistent that this is not her fault and that she's done nothing wrong because it invokes that feeling of hopelessness. When we get to this point Word. where she makes this video and it's being presented and how vulnerable she is yeah. and her acknowledgement that she's going to die. It makes you really empathize and feel that, Oh, it's, it's doomed and over there's so much dread now um so it that buildup of her being annoying to get to this point yeah has such an
1: impact absolutely i have to agree she sobs as as soft grinding noises play out behind her while listening to the sound looking to see where it's coming from she continues quote i'm scared to close my eyes i'm scared to open them i'm going to die out here end quote you right. Inside the tent, Mike and Heather hear Josh outside screaming for someone. They unzip the tent, pointing the camera. He asks if she's ready. Um not believing that it is Josh, uh, continuing to hear Josh call for them to follow his voice. You ready? Yeah. You ready? This is this is where the theory really kicks in right Let's here. Hear it. In search for Josh continuing to hear Josh's call for them to follow his voice. Eventually uh, and remember, Mike is in the lead right now. Mhm. Right? eventually making it to an abandoned house they walk up to the dark house heather calling out to calling out for josh mike heads inside the house first she calls for him, asking, asking him where he is. He shouts that he's inside the house, telling her to come on. She cries for him not to leave her outside. The distant yelling continues. She goes inside the house, calling for Mike, asking where he is. He yells that he's right there as Josh continues calling for him. Mike frantically searches for him, Heather not completely able to keep, keep, up, for, uh, keep up with him. They stop for a moment. Mike hearing Josh upstairs, or claiming to, and he runs upstairs, up toward him, claiming to hear him. She's currently right behind him. He yells that he's going upstairs. the, um, The wall's covered with children handprints. Josh continues yelling for Mike. He runs downstairs. Yeah, because he says, I hear him downstairs. Right. Yeah. Leaving Heather behind. Yelling that he hears Josh downstairs, she screams for Mike to not leave her as she tries to rush down toward him. Mike is in the basement, sobbing as he calls Josh. Heather continues screaming for him. Mike's camera falls to the ground. Heather continues screaming for Mike as, she's, as she descends into the basement. She sobs as she, as she uses her camera as a light source. Mike's standing in the corner. She screams for him before she falls silent and the camera falls. Then, credits. Credits. It was Mike in the corner. Yes, it was Mike in the corner. Not Josh. Not Josh.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm missing. So Josh
1: here. Josh could be the person who actually makes the strike. Yes. But fair. I think. Most people would think it's the witch. Most people would. Yeah. Yes. Because I ain't most people. You're, you're not.
2: <laughs>
0: sequel says otherwise,
1: Because, Like I said, I ain't most people. I ain't Adam Winger. In the beginning
2: when we have the interview section, we have someone that tells a story that like Someone's the witch would wall. the,
1: the right, witch would take course. children, have one look into the corner while she kills the other, right, and everyone heard that, right? Yeah, Mike yeah. heard that, Josh heard that. Heather believes that because mm-hmm. she's
0: and At the, the one time, who, who's searching for this.
3: Children handprints all over the walls too. Yeah, yeah. this is I a mean, very creepy design house. Too. I mean, I have re- to give a shout this out. This is to the, the moment. The design. But, but
0: don't
1: forget, Mister Parr lived in the woods. This is his house. This isn't the witch's house.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, it's her this, house this or is anything. this
1: is his house, and he was the one who murdered children, oh, not that's the witch. Great oh yeah he was,
3: well he was possessed by the witch Ooh, possibly theory, what
1: that's what i'm saying so You're like welcome. but but that's the thing like you got to remember like this is his house yeah but
2: freddy actually brings up a good point even though i don't know if you were like trying to go all the way there but i mean it's possible yeah like I mean, what you know if
1: know what I'm saying? we, we got to keep the witches alive yeah it's like
2: <laughs> what if like mr Parr was embodied by the witch thus mm. the witch through the vessel of mr Parr killing these children right witch
3: that takes possession which also maybe took possession of josh as the killer.
2: Word, word. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like what that. What I thought of it as was the same way that the way I interpret the movie, right, and the story is the witch is messing with their surroundings and um leading them towards this direction, right? But it takes time. And then uh through killing Josh or taking Josh's spirit or whatever, mm-hmm. is able to invoke through like witchcraft that like she can project his voice to lure them in right but it was never him
1: let's continue this in the post show let's do it let's, let's continue this it, in the post yeah. show because this is this is definitely interesting for sure and we are we are definitely at time <laughs> but <laughs> i got some movie facts for us here movie, movie facts. facts heather donahue's mother received sympathy cards from people who believe that her daughter actually was dead or missing dude i love that what? that's because so, again talking about what I
2: opened the show with like going back to a time where more people blo- thought that
1: this was real yeah and I miss that magic <laughs> oh this is a great one. The director's kept in touch with Heather with the actors, Heather Donahue, Michael C Williams and Joshua Leonard via walkie-talkies to ensure the three would not become lost during their trek into the woods. That's so Reportedly, sick. Reportedly they got lost at least 3 times. That's awesome. <laughs> at around 46 minutes in a scene where the main actors are sleeping in a tent at night, the tent suddenly shakes violently and they all get scared. This was unscripted and what? the start the Directors shook the tent. The actors actually were scared.
3: Oh, okay. I thought there was a real witch or
0: something.
2: Well, because
1: it's like a bunch <laughs> of like, like the, the
0: it's segments. a bunch of
1: giggles and the hands on the tent.
3: Yeah,
2: um, I love that, man. That's, That's so awesome. cool to hear. That's dedication, right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: One of the video cameras used by the actors was brought was bought at Circuit City. After filming was shouts out. Wow. <laughs> after filming was com- was completed, the producers returned the camera for a refund, making their budget money go even further.
2: That's awesome. Bring back Internet one Bring back Circuit City. Bring, bring back <laughs> VHS tapes. Wait, what did you say? Radio Shack.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Radio Shack was fun. KB <laughs> <laughs> <me> Toys too. <laughs> to- toys. Why not? Yeah, just you, Toys or us, Just bring it all. They uh, the to promote discourse um, between the actors, the directors deliberately gave them less food each day of shooting. Dang, I'd be hangry.
0: Damn. Yeah. What the hell
1: All right, that ain't ethical (laughs) the three leads believe the Blair Witch was a real legend during filming though of course they knew the film was going to be fake only after the film's release did they discover that the entire mythology was made up by the film's creators that's really cool
2: that's actually really awesome to really have them believing that it was it probably
3: gives them more immersive roles yeah Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's
1: actually really fucking cool because
2: if if you're gonna make it up and then I mean that's how myths are made right people make them up but um Mm. And not for, yeah, you're right. That not always, but um, I'm sure they were saying like it was in this forest. You know, yeah. like why stop there? Like, so it, that's really cool to hear. It's
3: like we're gonna make a movie about this thing, which could be real, where knows? it actually took place.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And the you could still see the voodoo shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't place that shit here. Yeah, <laughs> production value. <laughs>
1: Alright, well let's do one more here. Uh the sounds of children heard at night was taken from kids playing around the house of director Eduardo Sanchez's mother. The <laughs> tape was played over boom boxes in the forest. According to Michael C. Williams, he found it the scariest scene to shoot in the film.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. my favorite
1: part. Call. It's fucking rad.
2: It's so it's not random, but it's just so random for the pacing of the whole
1: movie. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Man. What a flick though. This was a good way to end it. I have to agree. This was a good way to end this month. I I had a lot of fun dealing with this month, but uh, next month we will be coming be uh, covering pandemic horror films. Oh damn! damn. So fucking excited, (laughs) and it is going to be dubbed. Two years in this shit. That's perfect. (laughs) That's the perfect title for it. It's just—it's going to be. That's it. But it's going to be fantastic. And the movie that we are going to start off with is Contagion. Because it was the most popular movie in 2020, so why the fuck not?
2: Yeah, everyone's watching that. Everyone one. watched that movie I, in 2020. I, I
1: did not. Now you will. I was like, that's in poor case. <laughs> that's it, it is. But I mean, that's the thing though. You know, like people just find horror as a piece of catharsis and
2: I hear, that. Shout, I hear that.
1: Shout the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but definitely, if you want to keep this conversation going with us, well, let's go ahead and keep this conversation going over on Twitter at nightlight underscore pod. That's night with a K. Or you can head over to our Discord, which is inside of our show notes. We definitely want to keep this conversation going, though, for sure. So hit us the fuck up. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Nights. Alongside me, we had David. Stay, hey, Spoopy, everyone. Always and forever, also known as Nightly. Other in there, we have Freddie.
3: I have a cheeseburger in my back pocket.
1: Mm. <laughs> you know, Freddie, that's what said- he calls his dump truck. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I said your outro by accident last week when you weren't you here. Son
0: of a bitch. <laughs> I was like,
2: why did I say
0: that?
1: <laughs> he did. He did. I he there, did. Experiment. It was great. It <laughs> you was embodied great. me. Yeah, there
3: you go. I want to spell on you. I was in-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our efforts to get the shot is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more coolish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreoncom goodnightlife That's not what the word. K- K- <laughs> My pledge on Patreon and back to the show ad free and as early as Monday with the post show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. And remember, everybody, don't forget
0: your nightlife.